I understand there's been a development in the impeachment. There has been a development. The House Judiciary Committee, it's pretty powerful and down here, and it is tasked with drafting articles of impeachment. They voted about, let's say, an hour and a half ago to uh, approve the two articles of impeachment against Donald Trump, officially putting it towards the House, uh, therefore making Donald Trump now the only the fourth president in U.S. history to face articles of impeachment. Okay, and what does that exactly mean for the average person that might not be following along at home? So uh, at the end of the day, an article of impeachment can be anything uh, that U.S. lawmakers that are in a majority find to be uh, a possible abuse of power or a high crime or a misdemeanor. And what we had here was the majority Democrats on the Judiciary Committee saying that the president abused power by asking a foreign nation to interfere with the election and that he obstructed Congress when he stonewalled them from being able to uh, speak to any witnesses. Those two Democrats uh, were considered to be uh, high crimes and misdemeanors and therefore led to articles of impeachment against a president. Okay, so what happens now? So this is going to go to a full House vote next week, and it is almost certainly going to uh, complete the process because Democrats are in a full majority in the House. They may have some defectors within the party, but at the end of the day, this is going to uh, likely pass, and therefore Donald Trump would become only the third president in U.S. history to actually be impeached. Okay, so who wasn't impeached within, as you said, there were four presidents. There were four presidents, uh, Andrew Johnson, Richard Nixon, Bill Clinton, and Donald Trump. Richard Nixon had articles of impeachment drafted. The House Judiciary Committee voted on them, but he resigned ah. before the, health, the full House vote was able to be uh, taken. Therefore, he was not able to actually be impeached. What's the likelihood of Trump pulling a Nixon? Well, I mean, you know, it's it's I, I don't think that the president is going to uh, step down from office. He's you know, he's got a base that is rallying behind him and he has a fully supportive Republican Senate that uh, if he is impeached is going to take this up to trial. And the president wants this to be a full show trial with witnesses and he wants a lengthy period. He wants this to uh, be his opportunity to tell his story. I don't think he's going to uh, kind of throw it out the window and walk away before he's given that chance. You have to wonder if he's going to have a cut of the advertising dollars. Quite a show. Uh, absolutely. I mean, look, this is this is a big deal. He had his chance to come and speak to the House. He chose not to do it, understanding that the House uh, cards were stacked against him in, in Democratic hands. But now that Mitch McConnell and, and a number of Republicans who are loyal not only to their party, but to its leader, uh, you know, this this is Donald Trump's moment to shine when it eventually uh, kind of crosses to the next House. Are these Republicans not worried about what their names are going to be, uh, what's written next to their names in history books? Well, I mean, there is a possibility for that, but I think that some Republicans need to also be worried about the fact that they may be, that they might be out of a job uh, next year. There are, is an election coming up in 2020. There's a good number of Republican senators who are going to be fighting for their political futures. And if you take, for instance, somebody like uh, Republican Cory Gardner, he's the junior Republican senator in Colorado, which is a state that Hillary Clinton won in 2016. If he votes for uh, if he votes rather against impeachment and for the president, that could be uh, something that, you know, the electorate in Colorado takes with them when they go to the ballot box. So I don't think that people are looking down the line right now. There are a good number of people who are only looking down the calendar. How long could impeachment take? Well, it depends on who you're talking to, because the White House and the Senate are still inconclusive on how long they want this to go. The president, like I said, he wants this to last for weeks. He wants there to be a big moment for somebody like uh, Hunter Biden to be subpoenaed or Joe Biden to be subpoenaed or Adam Schiff to be subpoenaed. He wants a big show. Mitch McConnell has already said, the leader of the, of the, of the Senate, has already said that he wants this to be done quickly. He, he's going to move to acquit the president ASAP, which flies against the president's 
government's will to have a long and drawn out trial. So, I mean, we have one party who still can't come to terms on how long this should take. You know, some people have called it strategy. Some people think it just happens by accident. But is there a case to be made for the fact that this president deliberately confuses people? Uh, look, he's done this since he was just a candidate. He, you know, he does something wrong and then he's got to try to spin it. And then the Republican Party has to try to spin it. Uh, and that's what we've seen take place over the last 90 days. Republicans during these impeachment hearings really pushed the president's narrative that not only did he not do something that was incorrect, that he did something that was OK. And that if that thing wasn't OK, well, it's OK because it's the president. There's always a goalpost that's going to be pushed down the field. Uh, and ultimately what it does is confuse the people who are the ones who they're trying to speak to the most, because the more you can get somebody lost in smoke and mirrors, the easier it is to pull them back in. What have Trump's tweets sounded like today? Well, the president's tweets are kind of all over the place. Uh, you know, he tweeted upwards of, I think it was uh, 110 or 115 times yesterday. Uh, you know, he's been really pushing trade for the last kind of two hours because the Washington very could be close to some kind of trade deal with China, but possibly not. But this is what he's been focused on for the last couple of hours are the economy and jobs. Uh, the only thing he's really tweeted about impeachment today so far is that the Republican Party is united. The Democrats are do nothing. And how can you get impeached when you've done in all caps nothing wrong interesting and what is the the buzz around washington well i mean look this is a big day and this is historic uh, in in a city or in a district that doesn't see this kind of activity take place uh, on the regular and i think that democrats are really going to be kind of pushing this to their base and to kind of the rest of the country that they did what they were constitutionally directed to do that they they went after impeachment because they saw the president abuse the power of the oval office and i think that's what's causing the conversation right now is that democrats really stuck to their message over 90 days. They went after the president because of this uh, phone call on July 25th with Ukraine's leader uh, in which they say that he was you know, asking for interference in a 2020 election. Republicans had a hard time sticking to talking points over the last three months, and that showed based on uh, kind of how confusing their messaging was. So the conversation right now in, in D.C. is did Democrats do their job well enough that if the president isn't fully removed from office at the end of a trial, could the people, when they head to the election box or to the ballot box at the end of next year, take the evidence and remove the president themselves? Is there anybody that's a forerunner that could actually beat Trump? Well, I mean, right now, if you look at the polls, it's still Joe Biden, who is the number one uh, person who's leading this pack, you know, with with Bernie Sanders still far behind. But I mean, we're still a year out and we're still six months out from uh, the conventions. And we still are, you know, waiting to see what's going to take place with the race next year if additional people are going to bow out. Is it a strong candidate field right now? It isn't. It is likely going to end up uh, with somebody that is going to be less liked more so than they are liked. But this is what the problem that Democrats and Republicans run into on a yearly basis or on a I guess a four yearly basis is you only have two parties so you can only choose two people so oftentimes you have to choose the one who's just the better of somebody who might not be the best got you well Reggie thank you so much for joining us I, I appreciate your time as always thank you have a fantastic weekend Reggie Cicchini, our Washington producer and correspondent for Global News, talking about the latest uh, in Washington and what's going on there.